Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Now time for Bold Face Lie, Bold Face Truth with Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata. IBT, here we go. Bold Face Truth, Bold Face Lie. Before we get back to the calls here, Hop, what do you got for us today? We're going to start in Milwaukee. The Knicks will mm, beat the yes. Bucks in co- in the quarterfinals tonight. BT, bold-faced truth or bold-faced lie? I'm going to go on the whole synergy thing here. I'm going to go a little bold-faced truth. First of all, me and Sal wow. both rocking both rocking Nick, Nick sweaties today. Bro, we didn't know about on. it either. This is the one thing we could join forces with. <laughs> one of the twin powers activate. <laughs> yeah, right. Form of a Nick yeah. fan. Uh, I'm going to go bold-faced truth. I remember the last time they played early in the year was the first week of the season. R.J. Barrett did not play that game. They lost a very tight one. I like the way the Knicks look, and I know they're taking this tournament seriously. Not that the Milwaukee's not. I think the Knicks get it done tonight. Ball face truth. Let's go, Knicks. I'm with you, BT. Ball. Wait, where is this game again? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. No, it's a ball face lie. The Knicks are going down. They're not as good at the box. Now, I will say, you, you're right, BT. Like, we both, we, we didn't plan it to wear the hoodies. I'm into the Knicks tonight. I got to be honest. I'm paying attention to this stupid, lousy, made-up tournament. I don't know why. But I am, but I don't believe the Knicks are as good as Milwaukee, especially if the game means something. And I guess to the players, apparently it means something. So I will be into it much more so than I would if it was just a regular, regular season game with zero meaning to it. Yep. Uh, But I don't think the Knicks are going to win, so I'm going to go bald-face lie. All right, the next one up, Sal, you start this off. Bald-face truth or bald-face lie, Shohei Otani will sign with... The Blue Jays. Ah, bald face lie. I'm not buying it, although the reports today indicated that the Jays are legit, BT. I just, he's really going to go to Toronto, <laughs> to the Toronto Blue Jays in that ballpark, that antiquated, well, I love it, the Sky Dome, like that ballpark with that team, no way. So I'm going to go, I, I I think he's going to end up with the Dodgers still. I don't buy the Atlanta rumor either. Um, but I'm going to go bald face lie on that. Uh, I'm going to go bald face lie as well. I, I don't really have an issue with the stadium. I was there like the first or second year that it opened, and it was so, you know, cutting edge. And yeah, it's mm. getting a little obsolete. What year was that? that. Like 89, 90? No, no, I was there. Well, so maybe it wasn't the first year. I, when did I go? 90. 
91 or yeah, well, 90, WrestleMania 91, 6 was, was there, which yes. I believe was 90. Was that Hulk and uh, Warrior? 1990. <laughs> was that Hulk and Warrior? Yes. It was, right? 1990 at the Sky Dome. <laughs> Hop laughing is true. What's so funny? Yeah, WrestleMania 6, bro. Well, that's how I mean. 1990, WrestleMania 6 was in the Sky Dome. So I guess that was the first year. You know, uh, I went recently, by the way, real quick, uh, within the last, like, five years or so, mm. to the Sky Dome, or Rogers Center. I wanted to check it yeah, out Rogers my list. Center, yep. You know who I run into on the airport Easter morning the next day, coming Easter back home? Easter morning. Next day, because I went on uh, the Saturday before. I think it was so somebody connected the with the Mets. No, Brian Cashman. Did you talk to him? Well, I did. So I'm in the airport. Now, this was before I was even, I think, back at the fan on the overnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was very nice. No, he is a nice guy. The conversation would be a little different now. But, yeah, I, can't, but I had a legit conversation. Hey, why'd you give up on DD? <laughs> legit, he was really nice. Make anyway, sure you slide in one of those. You don't have the right to. Yeah, now you, know, would, you have not earned it, the right. If it were me now, I would have texted, yeah, exchanged numbers. and Yeah, divulged those state secrets on the air. <laughs> yeah, right. At least the bad ones. No, I <laughs> listen, I think he's going to actually, I think there's a chance he stays with the Angels. I've started to think that. Now, that is a ridiculous move for him. And I think. Toronto's lineup, while the ballpark's a little old, it's a world-class city. That lineup is good, and 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 he would mash there. It's fairly, uh, a, it's a fairly good hitters ballpark. I, for some reason, it tells me he's not in the market of jump. Like I think Yamamoto wants all the spotlight, and I feel like Otani kind of wants to blend in. I think he might stay with the Angels. Hmm. I do consider the source, but uh, Bob Nightingale. Basically said the Cubs are basically almost out of it, so it's four teams: oh. Dodgers, Blue Jays, Angels, and, and the Giants. There Braves are out too. I thought that. Yeah, I mean that's according okay. to him. Wait, wait. He said the Braves are out or the Blue Jays are no, out. He said the Blue, Cubs. He are said out. Cubs oh. are out. But yesterday, I, that's why I'm saying, yeah, yeah, the Braves were in. So I don't know. I mean, All right. I mean, everybody's mixed, got mixed, mixed reporting. Yeah. And, and finally, no disrespect to Bob. I don't really see Bob breaking stories at this point. Yeah, he kind of usually don't. ruins our my day as a Mets fan. But that's just usually yeah. how it goes with him. All right, final one. Uh, bald-faced truth, bald-faced lie, Robert Sala's texting relationship is now officially over with Joe Beningo. Uh, Mr. BT, you started off. I'm going to say bald-faced truth with a caveat. Because Joe manned up, and again, Joe messed up, but Joe manned up, went on the morning show, explained himself, took ownership for his uh, breach of trust. I know that Joe will now do the right thing privately, reach out to Coach Sala, and apologize. I'm Probably sure. already or, has, or, right? or, or call, yes, profusely. Because Salva's a gentleman and a good person. He will accept that, but then the boundary will be up, and that text relationship will be will never be the same and or over. Right. I, I'm going to agree with almost everything you said. And if it's not, Salva's nuts. Dude. I mean, then it's just nuts. Have some self-respect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to end If I'm this. Sala, it is a bald-faced truth, that relationship, that texting relationship is over. If I'm Robert Sala, I never pick up the phone or text Joe Beningo again. I, bl- I block his number. I mean, you got to move on. I understand being nice, but, bro, he aired you out to dry. Like, come on, hung you out to dry. He aired you out. Mm. You can't be. That's it. No, I wouldn't talk to him either. You want to accept the apology, I guess. I wouldn't even. I just I just move on and be the bigger person. He said what he said. He did what he had to do. And now you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, but Ball being the bigger truth. person is accepting the apologies. You know what I mean? That's the bigger person route. I'm not saying that he doesn't have, he hasn't earned the you, latitude you, to ignore Joe. You take his call or you just accept the text? If he called, I'd, mm. if he called, I'd answer it and I'd rip him up. What about, what about and then I'd accept his apology. Would you go golfing with him ever again? Uh, if I'm Sala or Joe? If you're Sala. No, Joe, ch- no, no chance, man. Yeah. There's no way I'm going. If I'm Robert Sala, there's no way that I'm going. That might hurt Joe Joe. more. No, I'm not. <laughs> that might be more disturbing. <laughs> right. I would not golf with Joe again. In all seriousness, no way. 
That's too, you went too far. Once you betray someone's trust, mm-hmm. it's irreparable damage. Like, yeah. there's no way. Yeah. My father told me that when I was very young, first relationship I ever had. Okay. And, like, it was the first time things went wrong in the relationship. I forget what it was exactly. You know, we were young idiots, whatever. High school, I assume. Uh, yeah. Or slightly after. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I got you. Uh, high school, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was like, whatever the reason was, but he just said to me, it will never be the same as what it was. Basically, like, suck it up and move on, you little wuss boy. <laughs> what are you doing? I would like, love to see your dad oh, talking to you man, at that yeah. point, man. That but dynamic. Basically, whatever yeah. you thought you had, yeah. that was nice, but it's it's never going to be the same from that moment on. Hmm. And, and this well, is obviously... all the people who have, you know, honest, like, know, real marital but, issues that resolve it and wind up being happy for 30 but, years. But is it, So it's never fully that's gone. That's what I'm saying. I got you. It's once it happens, yeah, mm-hmm. you can forgive. You could maybe move on. It's just yep. never the same as it was before whatever incident happened. So Yeah, that's true. There's a crack in about, the foundation. That, yeah, that's, that's fair. It's, it's always there. And it doesn't mean you can't survive. One caveat, and I do, I want to say this again because I, I want to make sure this is heard. We said it at the top. That was Joe. Joe just messed up. But we don't think there was an ounce of malice. Like, that just came out of Joe. Joe's not a calculated, let me get clicks and let me get some. Joe didn't even care about ratings. Like, Joe's just going the on the moment. show. Yeah. He's not doing this to, like, forward his name or get the social media following. Just, that's not Joe. That's never been Joe, all right? So because you can maybe, at least in Salva's mind, maybe twist it in a way like, ah, you messed up, dude, and we can't quite have the same relationship, but yeah. I'm not going to hate you because I know you didn't really try to hurt me. Fair enough. You know what I mean? That's That is true. Maybe. But, Maybe. but there is a level of trust. I mean, Joe said flat out he's going to get mad at me if I say this, but I don't care. He did. He did. We're also in the moment on the air, entertaining. You know, not that we're saying things to just entertain, but there's always an element of awareness. You're doing a show. Yeah. And sometimes when you're doing a show, the the wire snaps and there's no netting. And you say something stupid, like me with Timmy Boyle, (laughs) and you get mocked forever incessantly, and you got to own it. It happens. Yes, Live radio. All right, but anyway, all right, there you have it with the bald face truth, bald face lie. Thank you, Hop, for that. Let's get back to the phones here, BT. Eric is calling from Manorville, New York. What's up, Eric? Hey, what's happening, guys? How are you? How are you? What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, I got three things uh, quick, so don't don't hang up on yourself. BT, I'm a diehard Jets fan. I've called in many times. Do you have any more unkillable shirts? I want one because the Jets, even though they're killing themselves, they're not killing me. That was the greatest idea. I do, I do. Eric, here's what you do. There, I don't want to take up too much time on the show with this, but just go to my go to my social media account, go to Twitter, and uh, I, I I don't have it pinned anymore because I don't want to be associated with it necessarily. So it's not at the top of <laughs> it's not at the top of my page. But if you scroll down, you'll you'll find a link and you'll find that yeah, they're, they're shirts. Yep. Okay. Uh, and and this is by far. Uh, and I have one Yankee point I want to make after this. I got you. I, this is this is by far the rock, uh, the lowest of low as a, as the Jets have ever gone. That's what I'm I think. Three years of age. This is nowhere near Rich Kotite. At least he scored touchdowns with Kotite. Yeah, because think about this, Eric. Part of what makes this, I'll let you make a Yankee point as well. Yeah, you know, it, it makes it so bad because we thought it could be good. I mean, yeah, the Jets have lost a lot, but most of the seasons we go, we're like, yeah, I mean, maybe if we get a little lucky, we'll win seven, eight yeah. games. You know, we'll, we'll get a little break here, maybe be in it in December. It was totally different. What about the Yanks? Go ahead. Okay, listen. For the, uh, this is, uh, Sal will probably hang up on me before I get through to my point. I want to be a pole bearer for the uh, Sal Mets 
uh, funeral when we get uh, uh, the oh. Yamamoto, Soto, and Bellinger. Mm. I want to be the first Paul Bear. I will walk the casket into the St. Patrick's Cathedral. Wherever you do it, I will wear a suit. I will wear pinstripes, whatever. This is going to be the greatest season ever in Yankee history. Oh, God. Yeah, here we go. And thanks for the call. Now we can finally move on from that. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> greatest season in Yankee history. I get it. All right. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, you guys making it sound like it's already happening. It hasn't happened yet. Yankees talk a big game. Let's see them follow through. I will say hearing Jack Curry said what he said on Yes yesterday brings to me more legitimacy to more it. validity. He's yeah. now a sensationalist. He's I, I agree with that. He's not making stuff off yep. trying to rah, you know, rally the troops or rah rah stuff. And it's not just opinion. Mm-hmm. Like you're giving opinion, which is fine. That's sure. what we do. He's like reporting based yeah. off of stuff. He's in the building. Right. Come on. So do the math. Yep. Like he knows what's going on. It mm. doesn't mean it's going to happen. But I do believe for the first time there is at least legitimacy to the levels the Yankees may go this offseason where it could be significant. You got to at least give us all this, all right? You have to admit that before you kind of changed and pivoted a little bit like what you thought this offseason would be for the Mets, because for, for a while you've been fairly grounded now. It's always been Yamamoto, but you've said Otani, not happening. Uh, you don't want Bellinger. You, no Blake Snell. No Blake yeah. Snell. You didn't really think that they would or should necessarily be being on Soto now. I think you've been. I think right. you've been pretty consistent with your Mets takes for. But before that, imagine and you weren't alone. We got Steve Cohen. Mm-hmm. We're coming off 101 yeah. wins. Otani's a I want everything. I want. I want. I want. I want. I want. I want. You got to admit that menu is pretty scarce at this point, and the Yankee menu seems to be overflowing with possibilities. Right. Now, are the Yankees going to, you know, are they going to drop the plate of food before they get to the table and come up with nothing? Or is it going to be a full meal? And for the Mets, they have basically, they would have been in on Otani. He doesn't want them. Can't help it. Mm -hmm. I understood the Soto thing, and I will understand it more if and when we find out what exactly it is, if the package is a significant package or that the Mets just didn't have what it would take. But right now, the Mets aren't in on him, and that to me is... But their reasoning is wrong, That's fundamentally. It's, like, it's not right. Yeah, they're saying, well, they're not saying, but people are reporting they're not, I think Andy had this, Martino, that they're early on with Soto. The Mets aren't in on Soto because they don't believe that their timing lines up with, he's uh, 24 years old, he's a lefty, he's one of the best players in baseball, he lines up with everybody's timing. Exactly, the time is now. You, you adjust your timing yes. to accommodate him. Yes. But, that would bother me more than right. it seems to bother it, you. That only, would still bother me if I'm you. Only The only reason why I'm even letting it go remotely at this point is because we don't know yet what it's going to cost. I am assuming that once Otani decides where he's going, the package for Soto now goes up. If he gets traded to the Yankees for a less-than package, I will flip out. And and that on top of if the Mets miss out on their main target, Yamamoto, and come up without even trying for Soto and no Yamamoto, and they both go to the Yankees, I mean, that is arguably the worst offseason, certainly AC after Cohen, that the Mets could have ever had, and one that would be compared to the prior ownership. And one that should rattle Mets fans to their core that, Maybe Cohen's not fully what they thought he would be, which I think he will be. See, I don't. But you can't have this limp offseason and, and will, still, you know, King Cohen stuff. I will flip you out. Get no, I will remove the crown from his head. I okay. will flip out. I will overreact. All that stuff. But deep down, yeah, my 
my inner belief is still that I trust him. Because of Stearns' presence yeah, now and building and just, it. Yeah, it's, I, I get that, it's too. It's going to suck do. for a year. Yeah. Unacceptable for a year. Yeah. But ultimately, I still trust him. Okay. Mike is calling from Massapequa. What's up, Mike? Hey, guys. How you doing today? How are you, Mike? I'm just, Hello, Mike. All right. Sal, I'm just calling up in reference to, like, a solution when we talk about the Jets and also college football as far as the their Super Bowl goes, mm-hmm. right? So, as far as the Jets go, I mean, I think we're really good on defense. I think we have a quality running back. I think that Aaron Rodgers will be back. And I think that beefing up the offensive line, it really doesn't, it, you know, like without an offensive line, you could put anybody there. You're never going to get better. You receive it, you get Devontae Adams. If nobody could get him the ball or get Wilson the ball, it's all a waste of time. So my opinion is maybe a second round, you know, go after a quarterback, but beef off the offensive line. The second thing is, as far as college football goes, um, I look at it that there should be a top five teams. You should have five teams, and the fifth team plays uh, the fourth team, and kind of like a wild card situation, and then one plays four and two plays three. I'll hang up and I'll listen. No, to I appreciate. It. I, I couldn't be less interested than I am, and that I have been this year with college football. Don't I, care. I, I just couldn't be. I just couldn't be less I, interested. I, I, I'm being honest when I say this. I don't have time for it, and it's not something that I'm going to carve out to make time for it. Like yeah. there are nine teams in this town that we have to watch on a consistent basis that we have to care about. Yep. I mean, eight and a half. I guess if you count the Nets, they would be the ninth. Anyway, there are a lot of teams that we focus on here that matter. College football. While I used to love it when I was younger, Me single too. betting on it. Yep. I just don't have the the bandwidth for. Now that doesn't mean that I'm not going to watch the championship game. No, no, care of course. About that. Of course. It doesn't mean that we don't pay attention to the top stories that are going on. I understand there's a story with Florida State not getting involved. I just, of it just does nothing for me at this particular. Yeah, point. and I was. I'd say I was in the Dion early. Uh, I was in Dallas for the Jets game. Obviously, that was week two, and they were playing. Who the heck were they playing? They beat somebody's like triple, quadruple overtime. And I remember. The Colorado, Deion's okay, yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember getting back to the hotel after I hosted the dinner for the for the Jet fans out in Dallas, and I'm like, oh, nice. It's uh, seven, eight minutes ago in the fourth quarter. I'm going to watch this game. Yeah, I had a little buzz going. Yep. I'm like, yep. I got to get up early, do some things. We had the stadium tour. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, right, great. I got Deion's crew. And I really enjoyed it. And I've always watched Notre Dame. Uh, I've always been, like, the SEC's always been phenomenal. But, like, as we get further and further removed from the purity, and not to sound yep. corny because it's never been pure, but – it not even hidden anymore. Just immediately not happy. Transfer. Transfer portal. Do it the top thing. I can't keep up with the rosters. The There's no continuity. The conference. It, I, it's just it's becoming hard to be a fan. Correct. Even if it stayed the same, it would be difficult for me personally. You know, you get married, whatever. You have to devote some of your time. I can't sure. spend all day Sunday watching all the NFL and Saturday. So I would have probably moved on anyway. However, it became even more difficult. All these teams, the conferences get obliterated. The transfer portal, it's, it's a totally different sport. Wait till your daughter starts playing soccer. I'm not even home on Saturdays, yeah, dude. Between fall baseball, cheer for my daughter, football, soccer. I mean, we're always on a field. I know. I get it. I I'd, get I'd, it. I'd rather be on that field. Yeah, right. I know. Then no watch question. college football that really here doesn't stick. No. You hope Rutgers is good, whatever it may be. But yeah, I want to see Rutgers yeah. do well. Right. No doubt. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. When we come back, we'll have some sound bites from Aaron Rodgers, who is making his weekly appearance on the Pat McAfee Show. So some update from the man himself on the other side, BT and Sal on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Our official station to talk Knicks. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Call of the Day with Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata on The Fan. Today's call of the day is brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda. And it is a special call of the day as we go to the Pat McAfee show and listen to what Aaron Rodgers had to say a little while ago. I will say this, you know, when you, when you, uh, when you have sources, right? And, uh-huh. and that's always an interesting, you know, Ooh. thing. And, you know, first of all, to have like, uh, that you can go down a whole rabbit hole with, uh, Actual sources, made-up sources, why is someone willing to be a source, what are they gaining out of that, on and on and on. But when you uh, use sources and, whether intentional or unintentional, try to assassinate someone's character like that report does for Zach, I have a, I have a real hard time with that. Okay, really so you're saying that that was an effort to maybe make Zach look like a worse human than he Potential people already view. Yeah. I think that that was. How can you not read it any other way? I mean, you're basically saying that this Quit. this kid is is quitting on the team and and doesn't want to play and has given the middle finger to the organization. Um, now listen, uh, I don't want to speak for him because he's going to get a chance this week to speak, and I'm going to let him speak. I'll tell you that I love the kid, and I spent a lot of time with him, uh, and um, I think he's uh, an amazing. Uh, young man, and he is young. You know, he's in his he's early 20s, and I've had a blast spending time with him. Um, he's gone through a lot of in the last three years, and he's got every right to be uh, frustrated and disappointed about it. I think he's done a good job of standing up and taking accountability this year um, when, when it's been his part to do it. Um, and I think that uh, that if, if that's journalism now, if you're going to use sources, and whoever that 
I want to say the F word now. I, whoever that person is that, that thinks it's okay, number one, to talk to anybody like that, I don't understand what you get out of that, number one. But number two, um, what do you, what is your impetus? What is your motivation to try and bury someone like that? Um, and that's a problem with the organization. You know, we need to get to the bottom of whatever this is coming from Ooh. and put a stop to it privately. Uh, because there's no place in in a winning culture where, and there's been this is not the only time. There's been a bunch of other mm. leaks. Big that, city, that a lot of out. reporters. I get it. A lot of friends. I get it. They're not your friends. No, yeah, they're not your friends. Yeah, what? friends. They're not your friends. Even if they are, like, is that really what you want to be about? You want to be about using someone in the media yes. to leak stuff to, uh, in order for what? To get them to put your name out there for a job, or if you're a player, to get you a write-up, something. I think it's chicken sh um, at its core, and and uh, you know, I think it has no place in in a winning organization to be to be a source on, it. especially not if you're going to assassinate somebody's character. And wow. Oof. I mean, oh boy! Here's my initial thought, BT, when yep. hearing that. I love Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. How could you not? I do. I do. How could you not love everything that he says? Everything that he stands for doesn't take any crap. Protecting his teammates, he's right in everything that he's saying. Now we're talking about what came out, not how, in fact, it got out. Although we did talk about it with the leaks or whatever it may be, which side it came from. But if you're inside that organization like Rodgers is, he's picking on the right person. Whoever is doing this, we're going to find out, and we need to rid ourselves of this. Mm -hmm. And if you are texting with somebody or whatever it may be, not acceptable. Now, I wonder if he, if any of that was solid Joe B stuff. Do you think, obviously, Rodgers got to know about it by now. That, I, I wouldn't even speculate on that. I, I honestly don't know. But the two things that I take away from that is, you know, his strong defense of Zach mm. That, that 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 Zach wants to play, not countered, or or I should say countered to what was said yesterday. He's he's basically exonerating Zach's camp, is what he's doing right there, because he's saying it makes no no. By the way, just for clarity purposes, you and I talked about this. I don't believe Zach's camp leaked this, but somebody. Oh, I know, but like, some people do think it was Zach's camp. I know what you think. Right, I'm just saying, like, uh, it doesn't make any sense to me that their camp would leak it, but somebody said this at some point. Now, maybe not. I mean, the way Rodgers is talking, and you hinted at this before, I don't know what the hell to believe myself, uh -huh. but I'm assuming that that comes from nowhere, that Zach was reluctant. So it's either his agent, Zach himself. I, I, I don't know, but obviously it makes him look bad. I always left open the possibility that it could have been somebody from the Jets, you know, for a couple of but reasons. But that made it that up I, or said it? No, not made, I, don't, I don't think they would okay. make anything up. Right. Uh, so, well, so then we know. Or, or, or piecing together of, of whatever. And again, I'm not even sure if the Jets did this, but again, Rodgers, to me, it sounds like he's attacking the organization more than he's attacking Zach. Someone in the organization. Well, uh, exactly. That's the one thing that jumps out. Number two, does those two and a half, three minutes that we just heard, does that sound like somebody who is going to be upset enough to leave if the head coach is fired or the general manager is changed. Now, I know Hackett's different because that's his buddy, but does that sound like a man who was fully enthralled with what's happening with this franchise? The answer is obviously no. No, but he knew this, and there were levels of— He didn't know this. Until you're in it, and the Jets born this—well, they've always been a little sloppy with the Mike White stuff last year, but I— 
think when you're in the building every day and, and now you're really immersed in the stories around your team, you just know it more intimately. And he's looking around saying, wow, this is less professional than I thought. I think he's going to be open to anything. I don't know about that. I don't. I didn't get the sense of a guy who wants to distance himself from the organization. I think, if anything, he's entrenching himself even more in the organization, saying, we've got to get this fixed. The other thing is, no matter what with Sala, with Timmy Boyle, anybody else that he brought in, there's one bond that I do not think will be broken. That's the Hackett one. Correct. Yeah, that's the strong one. And that would There's no way he will tolerate that. He's not First of all, you could make a legitimate case that Robert Sala is not to blame for this year. Rodgers went down, it changed everything. Now, Sala's getting blamed for the two years prior, for the inability to develop Zach Wilson, the offense, a couple other things, but the results of this year should not be a major sticking point as to why you would fire Robert Sala. I don't Sala. agree with that at all. I don't agree with that. And the, the quarterback went down. Bro. Okay, Four and how in. many pre-snap penalties? And I, this is not a little I get thing. It, but still, it happens every week that sabotages drives. I know that's coaching. I I understand that it's not a fireable offense when well, you when you're your thirteen and thirty. What's his record? Thirteen and fifteen uh, and thirty-one. That's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a whole, it's how a, many chances it's you get in total? It's not just that one individual thing. However, if Salah does get fired. And I know everybody's looking at Hackett. Well, the offense, worst ever, worst ever. Roger's just going to say that, yeah, it's because I wasn't there. The offense works. I want MVPs in it. It's not the offense. Watch. Watch what will happen. And if anything, if Salah gets fired, I think it's going to elevate Hackett to the head coach. It could. But I still think the part where I think that Aaron now realizes that the roster, certainly defensively, it's great. And that's one of the appealing reasons he wanted to come here. But also... He's going to look around and say, wow, we didn't bring in as much talent as I thought. And I think he's going to he's, he's going to start to look at the way they do business. If I had to ask you, and we'll take a break and finish up with your calls on the other side, maybe hear a little bit more from Aaron Rodgers as well. If I had to ask you, give me two people, two people in the Jets organization who you trust wholeheartedly to help get this thing turned around. Non-players or, or everybody? Everybody. I would say... And the reason I ask is because two come to mind for me. I think I the one see. who looks the best here so far is Ulbrich. Interesting. You've got, okay. I mean, their defense is phenomenal, and he's the D.C. Interesting, okay. So I would certainly... I want, I'm just kind of going through the yeah, process. I'm not saying he's number one, but right. I'm going to give him a lot right. of love right there. Um, certainly hasn't done anything wrong or no. hurt his case. He was not on my radar, but... Ulbrich yeah. is up there. I think he's a real asset and viewed as such around the league. And I hope we get to keep him. I mean, maybe there's a chance that instead of elevating Hackett, you elevate Ulbrich. But, but that that's not yeah, what no, I just, want from an offense. Anyway, you know, yeah. okay. So, but I, but I, I say that just to show that Ulbrich mm. deserves some praise. I'm not just trying mm. to omit him or gloss over him. I think that I personally think that Joe Douglas has more value than Robert Saba. Mm -hmm. If I had to prioritize the two, I think Joe Douglas is better at his job than Robert Sala's at his. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that Sala can't improve. You know. I get it. Sometimes Belichick with the Browns different than Belichick with the Pats. I'm not burying him mm -hmm. forever. I think Douglas is better at his job than – so I even think Zach is better at his right. job than Salva right, is, right, is okay. quite frankly. I think that – Two people that you trust the most to potentially turn this thing around. Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Same. And, and probably Joe. Same. And the reason is not because of the results necessarily. It's because of 
the demeanor with Rodgers, obviously we know the results could be there and what he is. Mm-hmm. But listen to him talk. That is a bleeping leader. That is a alpha male. That's a man. A full-grown man doesn't care about what you say, doesn't care about what I say, what they say. He's comfortable with it himself. He believes in certain things. He knows right from wrong, and he's been a winner at the highest of levels. So I know that I trust Aaron Rodgers. I'm not talking about bringing in Nicole Hardman or Mm -hmm. Alan Lazard. I'm talking about trust him to get things fixed. Joe Douglas is another one where every general manager is going to make Bad decisions, bad picks. And obviously this year didn't look great, whether it is Hardman or Cook or Lazard. Obviously you could go back to Zach Wilson. But the way he carries himself, the way he faces the media, the way he holds himself and others accountable, I don't get a wavering from or waffling from Joe Douglas. I don't get – you know what I get? I get he's an alpha male, a guy who Mm -hmm. I think can turn things around. I do too. Joe Douglas and Aaron Rodgers – can be the solution here long term for the Jets. Interesting, interesting, uh, interesting road that we. You know, I, I was kind of winding down. I wanted to go through the thought process yeah. out loud, but we ultimately wind up at the same spot. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app, the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams, all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan, finishing up here on the phone. Started talking about the Zach Wilson drama. Didn't uh, reportedly was reluctant to want to play after the Jets wanted to go back to him as the starter. Sala kind of denied it yesterday, but there's all speculation. Rodgers now just moments ago on the Pat McAfee show saying, uh, blaming the leaks in the building and backing Zach BT. Oh, man, there's a lot to take in here. The Joe B text with Sala. It is. It's it's another day in Jetsville. I mean, come Uh, on. Wasting away again in New York Jetsville. We should all take a few shots. Oh, God. Get through this miserable season. Imagine. Jetsville. Imagine being that that fan base being unkillable. I give you credit. I mean, because you know why? They're trying every which way possible to kill you. Yeah, they really are. Oh, yeah? We're unkillable? Uh How about this? Let's put this one to yeah. the limit. Let's see if they can it's survive like, this one. It's like they're the the Jets are the owner in Major League. Remember the movie Major League? No, I don't. Yeah, I've, okay. I've got I'm a big, uh, movie poster in my basement. Do you? That yeah, there I must. I probably saw it and forgot. Yeah, one, one of the great one of my favorites. So the Jets are whatever her name is. I forget in the movie. That's talking her. about the owner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you're. She the, wasn't. Wasn't terrible for. Remember they were ripping off the. Yeah. All right, we won one game last night. Yeah. We win tomorrow. That's two in a row. That's right. Yeah. Didn't they have the little thing on the nipples, right? Yeah, right. The little really, nipple exactly. star the thing, nipple star, whatever it was. It has happened before. After you call winning streak. Yes. It has happened before. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so like they're, the, the Jets themselves are the owner in this movie, Major League, and the Jet fans are like the team and players. They're doing everything they can to mess with you. Yeah. 
and and kill you off and get you to never want to buy into this team again. And they, I mean, and they, they can't do it. They can't, they can't I have a different ways. visual for it. That's yeah. a good one. I know exactly what you mean. If you know the movie, it yeah. makes a ton of sense. Imagine. Um, are you a fan of magic? You ever been to a magic show? I actually have, yes. Okay, so have I. I like it. Not enough where I do it, but I've always been intrigued by it to mm. an extent. I find it very interesting. Yeah. All right. So, you know when they put the human in the box? Yeah. And they yeah. just stick it with swords? Yeah, yeah. And somehow it never pierces the human? Right. Like, that's us. Like, the Jets keep reaching for the big dagger. We're in the box. They keep trying to stab us, but somehow they keep missing right. in terms of the fatal shot. And you know what? Joe tried to stab them back yesterday. As a fan perspective, Joe tries to stab them back. Uh, Uh, 877-337-6666. John is calling from Manhattan. What's up, John? Hey, guys. Um, I've been following this Joe Beningo-Coach Sala relationship, at least in its public way, since the beginning back in March when Coach Sala went on uh, Joe's podcast. So I'm just going to lay out real quick the chronology. He did. Did you listen to it? I heard snippets of it. I did not. Yeah. Right. So I just want to give background on that, and then I'll give my two cents on what I think is really going on. So, yeah, so back in March, Coach Sala went on uh, uh, Joe's podcast, and that led to a promise of a golf date. Uh, shortly thereafter, uh, Joe started talking about both on his podcast and on FAN about how he was texting back and mm-hmm. forth with the coach. And then obviously it all culminated yesterday and then uh, this morning, which what I think was really like a hostage video when Joe Benigno came on and uh, made his apology. I don't think Coach Sala is innocent in this. I don't think that the Jets are innocent in this. I think it was a premeditated public relations move on the Jets and Coach Sala's part to rehabilitate Robert Sala's image by going after the most vocal, most prominent, most well-known detractor of the Jets and of his coaching. Well, how'd that work think- out? It went horribly. And yeah, here's wow. my thought why, right? They thought, um, they, even in March that they were going to try to get Aaron Rodgers and that they would get Aaron Rodgers and that this season would be, uh, uh, a rehabilitation of Coach Sala because the Jets would be winning. Mm-hmm. And I think what they didn't factor in is that it got so bad. It has gotten so bad that Joe Beningo has gone rogue on his deal with the Jets and with Coach Sala. He didn't Sala. have a deal yeah, with no the deal. Jets. No, no, that's my thought. No, I really think well, that he I'm telling you that's on, not the John. case. And I, think the num- I think the number one thing you could point to is that when Aaron Rodgers went down, uh, Joe Benigno came out and said, if you don't think that the Jets are not still going to make the playoffs, you're not really a Jets fan, and you should go root for the Patriots or the Dolphins. Well, BT said the same thing, and thank you for the call, John. BT said the same thing. I was shocked. I told you yesterday. You did say this. I was shocked that that after Rodgers went down – that both you and Joe B, the two prominent voices, at least to me, you know, on on the fan, this is the station in town. You guys are big Jeff fans. Both of you guys were positive after arguably the worst thing that could have happened to this franchise happened with Rodgers going down. So it's not exclusive to Joe and some Jets deal that you're talking about. No. You felt the same way. And listen, I was on, you know, probably seven or eight hours before Joe went on with Evan and Tiki. So anything that I said was complete. I mean, not because Joe could say whatever. I'm not going to take what Joe thinks and just repackage it. That's honestly how I felt. And that's honestly and obviously how Joe felt as well. And we just communicated it. And maybe it was part desperation trying to on some subconscious level, not to cave into the negativity, which I'm sure was more of a motivator for me because I've always been a little more resistant to that than Joe. Joe, Joe kind of embraced that. Oh, mm-hmm. the pain is the right. name of his body. So right. You're Joe's, the opposite. Joe's embraced that. He's monetized it at this point. And good right. for Joe. Um, the part, though, about having a deal, 
That's ridiculous. But, but, do I think there was a little bit of a calculated possibility, calculated movement by the Jets to kind of recruit the preeminent Jets fan? But why else would they do it? Well, to curry a little favor. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, if something goes awry, we have Joe, and maybe Joe will shield it. I, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking, but if they know Joe, they should know that Joe's not going to do Correct. that because he's a lunatic, and that's why we love Joe. I do think that it was a simple try to just get in the good graces. Hey, why don't you hang out? With the like, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. In most cases, Joe is a different case, and when things went horribly wrong as they did, stuff happens. But I don't think it was a deal with Joe and the Jets. I just no, think it was a no hey, become friendly with Sala, and you know. It's maybe they thought soften him up a little bit. I'm going to leave that door open as a little possibility right, from the Jets' no perspective. No way did they have a deal. Zach is calling from Ramsey, New Jersey. What's up, <laughs> Man, Zach? We are cynical. Hey, Zach. what's up, guys? Hey, buddy. Hey, long-time Jets cult member, very delusional. But I uh, wanted to talk about what's going on, the prima donna high school drama that's going on with the freaking Jets. Mm. It's crazy. It's like it's like you got the queen of the ball, Zach Wilson, crying because the guy stood her up on a date. You got Roger playing daddy, trying to fix the whole situation. And if you ask me, I think it's the guy who's calling the plays and the defense leaking the text. If I was defense, top two in the league, and your offense can't produce a touchdown, I'm leaking it. Okay, now let's say that that's a real possibility. And one thing I will say about Robert Sala this year, again, I've, I've been critical, the fact that his defense hasn't publicly disconnected from the offense when they've had a few opportunities, and let's be honest, every right to actually do that, you know, because it's happened with other teams where it happened with the Giants. But I remember Tiki saying with Strayhander, the Giant, Giant defense, like the Giants defense was carrying their mail or carrying the mail. The Giants offense wasn't doing anything. And they were pissed off about it. And that happens. That's common. It was with, that, that was an issue with the Baltimore Ravens back in the day. When you are carrying all the mail and your counterpart's doing nothing, there's going to be resentment. If I will give solid credit on uh, one obvious regard here is that the team harmony, chemistry, has not been visibly fractured. That doesn't mean behind the scenes there's not a little you know issue. Mm. But what what would the motivation be? How would that help the Jets' defense. The season's over, unless they just want to air a grievance and make Zach look bad. Well, then I guess maybe that's one answer. But what else would be the benefit to having a defensive player leak that about Zach? I, I don't know any. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to unless think. It's pettiness. First of all, my issue, again, there are different levels to it. My issue is not who leaked it, or at least not yet. Obviously, that's a problem. I think it's huge, though. No, no, I know that. Huge. But, but the, the point of ripping Zach is that it even came up. Unless you think that this was made up and is a total lie, the fact that it even happened that Zach or his camp, whoever, was, quote, reluctant to be the starter, that's the issue. Like, Rodgers can gloss over it. We could gloss over and say, well, how did it get out? Mm -hmm. Yes, those are different levels of issues. If the fact is that he was reluctant on even the smallest of levels, that is the real problem. That you have a kid whose job is to play quarterback. Yeah, he's been mishandled. Yeah, he's been set up to fail. Still, at the end of the day, you take the ball. When they tell you, "Yep, you're up. You're getting back. We want to go back to you." Mm-hmm. You don't. You can't be hesitant. No, I agree. Reluctant. None of that. Nope. You say, "Let's go." Yep. I, you know what I'd say to them? Mm. Here's what I'm going to do. 
Like, are you Coach Sala telling me, Zach Wilson? Yeah. Play Coach Sala in, telling me. Zach, come on in. Hey, what's up, Coach? Yeah, it's been a rough go. It, it's been a rough season. A rough I, I wish wish I could have been a little bit better. Yeah, what do you I, got? I appreciate that, Zach. We've all uh, mm. we've all got a hand in uh, in the demise here. We gotta we gotta finish strong here. I'm going back to you, pal. Um, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna go back to you. You can start. Let me tell you something, Coach. Mm-hmm. Not only am I thankful for this opportunity, I'm gonna prove to you that you were wrong for benching me in the first place. And I'm going to show everybody in this building, outside of this building, that I do have what it takes to be the franchise quarterback. Thank you for this opportunity. It'll be the best decision you've ever made. Let's go! I respect that, Zach. Just keep in mind, the only reason we're doing there's no other choices at this point. <laughs> so I wouldn't get too uh, too enthusiastic over there, Zach. Yeah. No, but I, I get your point. Right. That's how you handle it. You don't, no, no reluctance. Nope. Uh, I'll tell you one thing I that I would add. You know what I would say? Coach, let me throw it 40 times. Yeah, well, Let me air it out. Let me be me. Yeah. Let Zach cook. Yeah, let, let me eat, coach. Spin. Yeah, right. I'm you, hungry. Hey, here's what I'm, I'm famished. Coach, I love the opportunity. If you're going to let me play, let me go. Yeah. Let, if Let's I'm go going to page down, four of the playbook way. this time. Let's go. Man, I might ask who's calling the plays. <laughs> Charlie's calling from Merrick. What's up, Charlie? Let Aaron do it. <laughs> the hey, only thing, I would just, I, I called one time a couple of months ago, years ago maybe, and I got bounced off because I said a no-no word. But uh, it was about bachelor parties. I think it was back in the day with Tiki, <laughs> but that's another story. Yeah. Uh, if a woman wants to find a loyal man, marry a Jets fan. A true Jets fan <laughs> is going to stick with you, tried and true, no matter what happens. We're there for you. We're there for our team. Yeah. We're there for our women. Although, hold on, Charlie, that is a very good scouting report of Jets fans as men. I would agree with that entirely. Would, However, wouldn't that just be sports fans, though, in general? And thank you for the call. Well, yes, but his point was is that we are unwavering in our conviction that the Jets will ultimately turn it around. But the more we – let's also look at the other side of the coin here. The more we watch good football, sometimes as football fans, we get lust in our eyes. Lust and, in like, your eyes. And that can be a bad thing for some people. Not you for me. Lust in your but eyes, that could be BT. bad. No, no. You yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know, I but think about that. Like, I think every Sunday I watch football, I'm watching the Jets, and then I'm actually watching football when I watch the other right. games. Oh, that's what it looks like. Yes. Oh, that's what it feels like. BT and Sal on the fan. All right. Coming up next, having a tiki. Thanks to Dove. Thanks to everybody who called and listened. Appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks to Hoff as well. Doing a great job as always. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow at 10. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.